Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And we've got the headsets on, we got the microphones going, and we're going to talk about a, um, a pretty hot topic right now. At least it's a hot topic with massage therapists that I can see in Ontario and probably throughout um, the rest of the country. I feel like we're a little late coming to this ball game, but we've uh, purposely put ourselves off. Fashionably late. Fashionably Yes. Well, I mean, this was this was intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're fashionably late. That means it's intentional. Yeah. People show up late to a party to make an entrance to really um, let their presence be known. I don't know, man. I'm the type of person that shows up like super early for everything. So yeah, but fashion's also not your thing. Hey everyone, it's Amanda, and oh, that was mean, I'm sorry, hurtful. Uh, as Mark said, we're talking about sort of a hot topic today. Uh, we want to discuss what is happening with extended healthcare benefits in Canada, specifically one company, Green Shield Canada, because massage therapists have been deeply offended by this company and personally attacked. And um, they, a lot of them have reached out to us saying, you know, are you guys going to do a podcast about this? And initially, not that we didn't want to, not that we didn't have an opinion, but we weren't really sure what we had to talk about because to Mark and myself, this was very clearly Green Shield trying to keep some money in their pockets. That's all it was. So they came up with this whole campaign, put out all of these publications, even actually did a podcast on this topic. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> they have a podcast. Green Shield has a podcast. What's it called? The Green Shield podcast? I, I think so. I didn't actually really pay much attention to the name. I just searched for the episode that they recorded. It was in early October about removing massage therapy from their benefit Who packages. Who the fuck do you think listens to a Green Shield podcast? I don't know. Actually, they joked about it saying all eight listeners. So I don't know. Maybe they don't have a lot of listeners. Um, but if they do have a lot of listeners, I can't imagine these listeners would last for very long. I found the tone very condescending. And I mean, again, maybe I'm biased because I am a massage therapist and their way of going about redesigning their benefit packages isn't just saying, oh, we're going to move massage therapy. We're not going to cover massage therapy anymore. They went to every length with zero evidence behind it, by the way, like they're, some of the claims they made are not just... Um, wrong. They're completely uneducated. Like the most, they said the most ridiculous things about massage therapy, which I'm going to talk about today. Who is, who is on this podcast? So I honestly don't remember all the names of the people in the room, but one thing that stuck out to me and I will talk about is one of the, the women, the woman that was on the podcast that was making a lot of these claims. I'm pretty sure she said she was an actuary. So, I mean, right there, this woman's job is to come into a company and analyze and figure out how this company can basically clean up their books and save some money. Yeah. So that's all that this this is. This is Green Shield trying to keep more money in their pocket. And that's fine. Go ahead and do that. You do you, Green Shield. But stop being so fucking slimy about it. Yeah, that is pretty slimy. It was very slimy. Just some of the claims they were making, as I said, were just completely not true. And their so-called experts are saying things that are just, like I said, it just sounds uneducated, condescending, and it's, it's poor business, really. I mean, it's, it's like being a mean girl when it comes to business. To make yourself look better, you're degrading an entire profession. And 
initially when I, I read some of the stuff that people were posting on social media about Green Shield removing massage therapy from their coverage, I didn't get initially offended because I've never felt the need to defend what I do. I've been a therapist for almost a decade and my patients know what I do and they appreciate what I do and they believe in what I do and they they need me. <laughs> so I, I mean, that's all I need. I, they're the people that I, I work for, right? Mm-hmm. They're the people that make me go into my treatment space every day and do what I do. So I wasn't initially that concerned because even the people that I do treat who are covered by Green Shield, I can tell you that even if they lost their coverage, they would find a way to get the therapy that they know that they need. It's part of their maintenance of their good health. For sure. But... Green Shield has a different opinion. So they want to save money. Let's just put it out there that very basic way. And so what they are claiming is that benefit plans haven't evolved and that we're they're not meeting the needs of the current workforce. Okay, let's say I accept that claim. They went on to say that they've continued to add things and they're basically spending tens of millions of dollars on things that their plan members want, but that they don't need. Okay. I've got a little bit of a problem with that because who is deciding what their plan members want versus what they need, right? Who's making this who's making this decision that this is what people need? And I think what they are, are trying to show is that people are taking something like massage therapy that they enjoy and abusing the benefit money because they enjoy massage therapy, not because they need it. So let, let me tell you what they believe their their plan members need. What they're doing is they're coming up with a new system that they're calling smart spend, where they want to essentially improve dental and medical coverage. Now, this is all coming from them. I'm, I'm not, none of this is my own opinion. This is coming from them. They want to give people Um, 100% dental coverage versus the typical 80% that they get. They want to give more money towards pharmaceutical drugs. And let me tell you why. (laughs) Their exact exact words were, uh, pharma gives us evidence, the things we know that work. Gotcha. Yeah. So, oh yeah. And like Mark has said over and over again, of course, pharma gives evidence because who educates the medical community about drugs, the manufacturers of the fucking drugs, well, yeah. right? So sure, they have they come armed with all of this evidence and all of this research backing their drugs. Sure. That, um, is, that is their business. Is, exactly. Is to produce drugs and produce research to demonstrate the effectiveness of their drug. Right. So what... Green Shield Canada wants to do is give more money into pharmaceuticals because they believe that is science-based. It's backed by evidence. We have the research to show that these have long-term health benefits. I'll give my opinion on that later. Um, so they want to give better dental, better pharmaceutical coverage, and uh, better vision coverage. Uh, because, and you know, I, I kind of agree on that one. I feel that uh, we definitely don't get enough considering I'm somebody who wears contacts and glasses. Sure. Fine. Better vision coverage. But then to provide that to their members, they're saying, we're going to remove massage therapy. And again, their reasoning is what I have a problem with. So let me clarify before I start with all of this, that this podcast is not to, again, not to defend massage therapy, not to explain why it's necessary, why um, I disagree with any of their claims. It's to really call out Green Shield for taking an entire profession and minimizing it 
basically pigeonholing us all into one type of massage therapist and saying, this is why you add no value to people's long-term health outcomes, and this is why we're not going to pay for it anymore. This is where I have a problem. So they want science. So one of the people on the podcast, and forgive me, I don't remember what his role in this whole thing was. He said, there's a spectrum. Physiotherapy is on the the far end of the spectrum that is highly scientific. Physiotherapy is backed in science. And they say the other end of the spectrum is where something like homeopathy exists because homeopathy is backed only by philosophy, which by the way, is BS. I've said that on the podcast before. There is actual scientific research that supports homeopathy. And we all know when you can critically think, you can find research to support anything. And also when to do research, you need the means, you need money, you need people who are willing to do it. So there's certain areas that of course have a shit ton of more research because they have the money, because they have the people who are going to conduct the studies right? So when you're taking something like homeopathy, yeah, okay, maybe there's not as much research as there is for physiotherapy. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist and it doesn't immediately render homeopathy invalid. But anyway, again, off topic. What they've said is that chiropractic and massage therapy fall somewhere in the middle of the spectrum. So they're a little bit of both worlds. So they say there's two camps of chiropractors and massage therapists, some who are really scientific and evidence-based in their practice, and some who, again, fall more on the anecdotal evidence and the philosophy, okay? Um, what they have also said is that the RMTAO, uh, the Registered Massage Therapy Association in Ontario, is trying to steer the entire profession towards science. But since they haven't really been successful in doing that, according to Greenshield, that they don't believe they can cover uh, massage therapy because how do they know that the practitioner that their client is going to see is somebody that's actually providing therapy. They apparently have a system where they sort of do like a vetting of different drugs and decide which ones they're going to list. So it's based on um, the potential benefits and outcomes of this medication. Are there other medications on the market that can offer the same type of benefit? And if so, you know, what is the, the cost difference? And then they decide which medications they're going to list. But they say with things like massage therapy, well, there's no way for us to know which practitioners are, I guess, in quotes, good versus not. So they, again, believe there's no no room for it in their benefit packages. Now, with that being said, their whole idea of this smart spend package is, yes, to eliminate massage, but to give employers... Um, an option to have a health spending account, which will include all of the extras. Now here, they're lumping massage therapy in with everything, including exercise, for example. Mm -hmm. So if you want to use your health spending dollars towards anything health related, including massage therapy, you can go ahead and do that. They're even, um, they even want to roll out a program where if you, uh, you sort of get points almost like proving that you're living a healthy lifestyle through things like step counting and, you know, lifestyle changes that are showing that you're trying to improve your own health and wellness. If you do that, you'll get more money into your health spending account. So, I mean, the whole thing was very confusing. It was very, um, it was 
it was sort of like an oxymoron, the entire podcast, because on one hand, they're saying, you know, we want people to live healthier lifestyles where, you know, we're willing to reward people who do that. But when people are, you know, going for too much massage and we need to be focusing on things like pharmaceutical drugs. Doesn't make sense, does it? No, I'm a little confused. I'm not going to lie. Well, let me confuse you even more. So what you were saying before about the, the four to one ratio, uh, part of Green Shield's campaign is they're saying they want to focus more on mental health since it's so much in the foreground of every conversation these days. They want to put more money into mental health services. So what they're saying is for every $1 they pay out on services like uh, psychologists, they're spending $4 on massage therapy. So again, that was sort of their, another justification of why are we spending so much money on massage therapy? Well, I have to ask the question that you raised a minute ago. If their plan members are using the massage therapy, but they have the psychologist available to them and under their benefit packages, but that's not where they're spending the money. What is that telling you? Who's analyzing this data? I mean, since when is massage therapy not included as well in uh, mental health services? Massage therapy does so many things. And part of what we do is definitely um, beneficial for patients with mental health issues. But again, this is not about what what we're what we can do because we know what we can do. Um, like I said, I had a really big problem with just how they were degrading our entire profession. So I mean, saying that we're not scientific um, was okay, fine. I don't agree with that whatsoever. But a bigger problem I had, and I know many of you that reached out to us had this problem, is that when they were talking about their reasoning for removing massage therapy, and they said they did this whole analysis of value, and for them, value equals health. So they're looking at why do you have this benefit plan? And if you have this benefit plan to drive health outcomes, well, massage therapy doesn't fit in then because massage therapy has no long-term health outcomes. What they described it as is having short-term pain relief and relaxation. And then they went on to joke, and this is where people got really offended, including myself, that if you're feeling like you need that short-term pain relief and relaxation, you can get the same benefits and outcomes from yoga, exercise, or having a nap. (laughs) Okay. That's where I decided like, these guys are fucking like out to lunch. It's, I know I said this wasn't about massage therapy, but this is a big problem in the insurance industry in general. Uh, I'll give you an example, a personal example. I had a client who was insured through Great Rest Life and he had an accident at work which damaged his knee. And so he was on short-term disability and of course was referred to a physiotherapist um, to, you know, basically get him back functioning so he could return to work. He went to the physiotherapist and did the exercises. You know, he followed the treatment plan rigorously for two months. After two months, he wasn't seeing improvement. So a friend of his, who was a client of mine, referred him to me. So after two months, he wasn't seeing the results he he thought he would. I mean, this is a young guy in his early 20s. And so he was referred to me by um, a client of mine who was a friend of his. And the first time he came to see me, you know, he showed me some of the exercises that he was doing at the physio. Um, I didn't have a problem with what, you know, what they had him doing. And he told me what their um, diagnosis was. I I did some assessment. I agreed. My clinical impression was exactly the same. And I did what I did. After three treatments with me, he came back and he said, 
I can walk upstairs without pain. Maybe he took a nap. Maybe he took a nap. Maybe. Maybe. You know what? Fuck. This whole time I thought I helped this dude. Maybe he just went home and took a nap. Maybe. Either way, three treatments and he was like just ecstatic, like that he could walk upstairs without pain. And as I said, this is a young, healthy guy. He worked a physical job. He injured his knee. He did the physio. And not that the physio didn't help at all. I'm sure that there, you know, there was a place for it. But coming to see me and just, you know, a different approach to treating the same problem, which the physio and I both agreed on what the problem was. And he was feeling a lot better. So his fourth visit came up and he came in and he had uh, these papers. And at the top of them, they said, uh, I think it said uh, physical therapy, physical therapy report. I don't even know what it was, but it was from Great West Life. And it was basically um, yeah, report on his progress. I think it's a progress report, probably. It was a report on his progress. So an area for me to put in uh, what assessments I had done, what my findings were, what type of treatment plan he was on, what type of um, exercise programs, everything was in there. But because at the top it said physiotherapy, I said to him, you know, did you speak to your case manager and is it okay if I fill out these forms? Because it clearly says here physiotherapy. And does your case manager even know you're coming for massage therapy? Mm-hmm. And he said, no, um, I, I haven't spoken to her. But if you want to speak to her, you can. So let's fast forward. I called his case manager and uh, got a voicemail. When she called me back, it was 7 o'clock in the morning. And I was at home with my two very tiny children. So it kind of threw me off guard a little bit. And um, I wish I had said more on that phone call, but basically she called to say, no, you cannot fill out those forms. And she said, you know, if he is seeking massage therapy, my assumption then is that he's fully recovered because he was supposed to be getting physiotherapy to help restore his strength and range of motion so he could go back to work. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, what the fuck have I been doing? (laughs) So, you know, I said to her, well, that's exactly what we're doing. We're working on his strength. We're working on his range of motion. And, you know, he's actually doing a lot better since seeing me just for these, you know, last couple of weeks. And um, she said, no, he is supposed to be seeing physiotherapy. I'm going to have to touch base with him because he should not be getting massage therapy until he's fully recovered. So, I mean, that was from, uh, I assume she was an adjuster. Yeah. And, you know, this is this is a problem with these people who are deciding what people need for their own health and wellness programs have no idea what we even do. Uh, a person that Mark was speaking to recently, um, he's a physiotherapist and he, he said something that just made so much sense to me is that massage therapists really do get pigeonholed as exactly that, that we do just massage because of our title. We don't, uh, people don't seem to recognize the therapy aspect. You know, people don't consider the fact that like physiotherapists, we do joint mobilizations, we do remedial exercise. You know, we have other tools other than rubbing lotion all over somebody's body. And um, it, you know, was really offensive when Green Shield would say something that all we offer is short-term pain relief and relaxation. I've worked with athletes and I, again, I know this is all anecdotal and they want evidence. They want science. Well, there is evidence. No, and there is science. They but want, they to want cut money. The cost. I know they want money, but anecdotal evidence from thousands of RMTs, tens of thousands of RMTs will tell you that, yeah, when I work with an athlete or I work with somebody who's had some kind of major accident or motor vehicle accident, these people are coming to me for therapy, 
not for relaxation. And the relief that they get from massage is not short term. And sometimes it's not relief at all. You know, somebody comes in with a major injury, majority of what I do in our session is going to be slightly uncomfortable. I mean, all for the greater good, but there's going to be some discomfort because they're injured. And, you know, any kind of change is going to cause some sort of reaction in your body. Anyway, so I I found their claims about massage therapy not really adding value other than uh, relief and relaxation, very offensive and really minimizing to an entire profession that is founded in research, by the way, Green Shield. And, you know, when they say there's two camps, there's, you know, the people who are more evidence-based and the people who are not. I don't totally disagree with that. You know, there's people in our profession that are definitely more science-based and are very much about evidence-based practice. And there are people who maybe, um, you know, focus more on the relaxation component. But even if that's the case, why is relaxation disregarded as part of health and wellness in a society where, I mean, Health Canada published a study and I wish I could remember numbers and everything, but like of 30,000 people that they surveyed, a huge percentage of these people were struggling with massive amounts of stress, like debilitating levels of stress, going to their doctors because they're so overwhelmed, they're missing all this work, people are exhausted, people are burning out, people are taking leaves from work because of stress. But the answer is, let's have benefit packages to suit our employees, so more drugs? This whole thing is... (laughs) I know, the reason Mark's not even getting involved in the conversation is, again, because any rational person who reads this shit and who listens to this podcast by Green Shield, any person can see right through it and see that this is all about money. And, you know, some some RMTs did actually on Twitter respond to Green Shield by saying, like, you know, are you in bed with Big Pharma? Yeah. Like, you know, are what? why are you pushing pharmaceuticals so heavily? Why do we need more money for drugs? I thought the trend was always moving back toward going back to more holistic approaches well, and taking care of things preventatively and health and wellness. Well, and on is, one hand, they're this saying is, this. This is exactly it. It's like, make up your mind right. on what your argument is going to be. Because yeah. yes, it's about how are we going to save our costs? And so now we're going to grab at everything possible as a justification. So in one hand, you're saying preventative stuff is super important. We're all about that. Yeah. And then on the other hand, you're saying, you know what, Big Pharma, this is what we need to do as well. It's just a slimy motherfucking thing to begin with, right? Yeah. If you want to cut your costs, just do it. Just just do it. We don't need these weekly articles trying to bash or put down a profession. Like, you know, would you give up massage coverage if it would help pay for a colleague's cancer, drug, or mental support? Like, this is one of their tweets. It's just so unethical. Everything it's, about it's, it it's, is unethical. It's a, it's, it's a very slimy business tactic. It, it, well, and it, That's all it, it is. In my opinion, and I've said this on multiple podcasts, when you have to do something like this, when you're degrading an entire profession, it shows to me just, I mean, obviously lack of integrity, but lack of education. Like you didn't think that people were going to see through this. You thought that people were going to be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't really need to get my massage therapy because somebody else needs drugs. Listen, if I give my child broccoli enough. Oh, I haven't even said that yet. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So as when Mark asked me what I thought of the podcast and I said, you know, just from the very beginning, I didn't like it. 
these condescending people that were speaking on this podcast. And this is, I want to hear it now. This is a huge company. It's Green Shield Canada. And they're trying to explain that, you know, real change, they say things like real change takes courage. And, you know, there's the reason that um, insurance companies haven't done this before is they have this fear of taking things away from plan members because the plan members won't understand. And then the actuary chimes in and says, it's like giving broccoli to a child. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's a good way to get people on your side. Compare us all to fucking children who don't understand what's good for us. Mm-hmm. The thing is, we do understand what's good for us. Our patients understand what's good for us. And they understand that taking care of yourself should be based on your own personal needs. So I don't know why an actuary or even insurance adjusters are the people who think that they should be making the decisions of what is going to give us long-term health outcomes. Oh, I get it. You think Green Shield cares about that. <laughs> no, I really don't. Well, that, I really don't. That's all there is to and, it. Well, and the, exactly. And that's part of, as I said in the beginning, and as Mark said, part of why we sort of showed up late to this party is because it's very obviously just a way to keep more money in their pockets, to give more money to big pharma. Yes, I said it. Call me a hippie. Call me whatever you want. But it's it's not about health. It's not about wellness. And the funniest thing was this podcast was being recorded in the wellness room at Green Shield Canada. Like seriously, you guys have Green a wellness Shield's room? probably eating this up. This is probably the most activity <laughs> that Ser- you know what? social yeah. media has ever had. Yeah. Right? Like this is another reason why I don't give a shit about it. Like I don't I don't want to feed into Green Shield's SEO by going on to their Twitter page and engaging with their stuff. I don't give a shit. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter to me, right? It doesn't matter to me. It's not going to matter to my patients or my clients, whatever you want to call them, that truly value what we do. I understand why everyone's angry, but it's a slimy business tactic and that's all there is. That is that's all a, there is. is. And and like I said, initially, was I angry? No. Because as I said, I I know what I'm worth and I know that my patients understand that. I know that anybody with half a fucking brain can see that this is a money thing. No, not everyone with half a fucking brain because there are a whole bunch of people that that don't understand what massage therapy is about. And this is what... That is the people who this message hits to, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I understand why everyone's up in up in arms about it. And yeah, you should be up in arms about it. Okay, then but fine. that's For... what it is. Like, Green Shields can say whatever they want about why they're cutting massage therapy or why they plan on cutting massage therapy or why they're going to do this or why they're going to do that. I mean, it's just all to justify their, their, their dollar sign bottom line. That's it. Yeah. That's all there is to And this is from a company that on their own website talks about all of the, you know, the the philanthropy and the, you know, all the charitable efforts they're making and all the stuff they're doing in the community. And, you know, it's really unfortunate that a company that has this really great facade of we're all about health and wellness and this and that is so snaky. Yeah. And that's the only way I can describe it. They are the snakes of the insurance industry. And you know what? We can do the same to you, Green Shield, as you're doing to us. Let's pigeonhole all insurance companies as the same. All you're doing is taking fucking money out of our bank accounts every month. And then when people actually need the insurance that you claim to sell, it's like fucking pulling teeth to get any money back. So, you know, you want to you wanna say that massage therapy has no value? 
value. I'm really, really having trouble seeing the value in insurance right now. Oh, because... but, but just, <laughs> just, just even insurance companies as a whole, some, and I've heard these stories, sometimes they make it so hard for someone to get reimbursed on coverage that they're supposed to have. You know, that, that in other words, to me, exactly. Exactly. Do anything to not payout, yeah. right? So for example, there was another insurance company, I can't remember, you know, maybe it was Great Westlife. And this was way back when, when I first opened my first clinic and I was doing direct billing and I had my fee at X amount of dollars and they sent me a check with, you know, several hundreds of dollars missing with a note at the bottom that says, we're only going to pay out this much because this is the average rate of massage therapy in your neighborhood. I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? That doesn't have anything to do with that person's coverage no. and that person choosing to see me. So it's snaky to begin with, right? Or insurance companies wanting information on a receipt that our governing body doesn't even say needs to be there. We have guidelines about what we need to have on a receipt. And then we have the insurance company who's supposed to reimburse our patients saying, no, we need this information instead, or we need this above and beyond. So or, aren't they going to be asking us now um, on when we do online submissions? Uh, did I read that as well? That they're going to be asking us what the treatment was for exactly. to justify it? Exactly. So this is all just a very slimy, snaky way to not pay out claims. Yep. It's a business move. Yep. And unfortunately, this business move, it's not being pursued in the most ethical way. Like to me, it sounds like an anti-RMT campaign. It, it Well, it, that's exactly what I got from it. And as I said, in the beginning, I recognized it as exactly what you said. It's, it's a sneaky business move. But then the more I listened to it, it was just like, what are you saying? Like you are literally offending tens of thousands of people in Ontario and saying that what we do every day doesn't matter. We add no value to people. And if people really need to get a massage, they can go take a nap instead. Like what the fuck? I, that, that, that was actually my response as I was listening to it was what the fuck. And a big reason is something that you and I talked about before is that why is it that we're so willing to accept, you know, they're, they're promoting exercise, for example, we're so willing to accept that if you want to get healthy through exercise, it's going to take maintenance. You can't go to the gym once, lose weight, drop your blood pressure, drop, drop your cholesterol and build muscle. No, you can't. But because massage therapy is, um, used so often in their benefits packages, they're sort of acting like, oh, people are just going for massage because they like it. They keep going back and going back and going back. Well, yeah, we're also dealing with soft tissue and muscles are going to react the same way as when you're going to the gym and when you're getting therapy, it takes maintenance. People aren't going to come for one visit and be magically cured, but they must have a magical unicorn pill that the pharmaceutical companies are selling that are going to provide some sort of long-term health outcome and that's why they want to give them more money right to me is just it's i don't have my my hands are in the air right now literally my hands are up in the air right yeah. go check out their twitter page it's propaganda at its finest 
Yeah. Right? That's all it is. It's it's mis it's purposely misleading the general public to buy into what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they're a propaganda machine right now because they're probably tweeting on a weekly basis, maybe even a, a you know, a multi-week basis about the same shit over and over and over again. And that's the way propaganda machines work. But whatever, Green Shield. <laughs> I mean, there's so like I don't have a problem with what you do with your business. No. It's just, like I said, it's such a slimy way to go about doing it. And this is is one, like, this is not how successful, influential organizations operate. Exactly. They seem to be going against what all of the most successful companies are doing at the moment. Wellness programs are, are all any major company talks about now. It's, you know, making sure that their employees are happy and healthy and they bring massage therapists and chiropractors and everyone into their offices. They've got gyms on site. They focus on healthy eating. Fuck, even in school, my four-year-old is not allowed to bring anything that's not healthy for a snack. Like health and wellness is something that people are actually trying to educate the public on now. And this propaganda machine is in fact well, spreading first of all, misinformation. First of all, I don't know how much of a real propaganda machine it is when they have 2,100 followers. So, <laughs> I mean... I wonder who those 2,100 followers well, are. Uh, to be honest with you, probably a whole handful of them are new RMTs now that just want to follow along and see what they're and what see they what they're doing. Say. Yeah, but um, you know, you know, and you're right. I take back what I said. It's there are people who don't know what massage therapists do, and there are people who maybe think that all massage therapists are, you know, like the ones you see in TV shows and movies, and, you know, if you've gone to a high-end spot, you know, the relaxation, but when... Green Shield has a claim coming in from a massage therapist who either works in a multidisciplinary clinic or a massage therapy clinic. Why do they assume that all we're providing is relaxation? Why would you go to a clinic for that? Why not go to the fancy schmancy place where you get the nice robe and you can probably sit in a hot tub before? Fuck, I would do that. You know, and I haven't read much of this. Anything that I've seen on this is what I've seen people comment on Facebook. And that that one tweet that I read, I thought there was like a little girl involved. I thought it was like little Susie or little Becky that needed, you know, life-saving drugs. Why is it suddenly a a, a colleague for cancer? Well, because these are employee plans. Did they get a a lot of blowback on that or something? I'm trying to find the tweet to see what some of the comments might have been. I Yeah, I don't know. I started following this a little late. Like I I was like you, I was only seeing what um, other RMTs were reposting. And and again, the requests that were coming into us to talk about this. And I didn't want to talk about it until I had all the information. I'm not going to claim that I know everything about it now. What I do know is they've sort of started this conversation and that they want to redesign their benefit plans. And a big focus is on eliminating massage therapy because it's a want, not a need. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and oh, um, they have made sure to let everybody know that they haven't done this yet because I guess there's a lot of anger coming their way. Um, they haven't changed any benefit plans yet. Nothing is actually in motion. This is just a conversation. And, you know, I know a lot of people are fearing or a lot of RMTs are fearing that if they do it, all the other insurance companies are going to follow suit. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. Well, this is just on their, what are they, what do they call it? Their smart, smart spend. So they, they still have other plans that cover massage therapy, that massage yeah. therapy is included. It's, yeah, I think they just want to, 
I I don't know. Are they I, trying I, to move the majority? I think they're of trying their... to trying to move everything towards a more. Um, what they call a more comprehensive plan that covers more in general and removing things like massage therapy where they feel that they're spending so much money, but it's people are abusing it. Um, I have two very loyal clients that are insured through Green Shield. And let me tell you, they don't come to me for relaxation. They don't come to me for short-term pain relief. There's very real reasons that I see these two. And I spoke with one of them on the phone earlier because I just wanted to find out, you know, like, do you pay into this plan? Did you have different options available? And, um, you know, her response was, well, of course, Amanda, nothing's for free. I do pay for this. And there's, you know, there's different benefit packages within her company. She has a government job. And she said, yeah, I, I pay for it. And I, I feel it's my right to use it. She goes, and I need you. I, of course it's your right to right. You're paying into a plan. You as an employee are either paying into a plan or your employer is paying into a plan. Right. And if this is included into your plan, that's to, that's not abusing your plan. It's well, exactly. Plan. And the way she was explaining it to me is that they have a certain amount of money allotted per practitioner. And with the specific plan that she has, you can choose to combine two of them. So for example, her example was speech therapy. She said, I don't need a speech therapist. So she has chosen to combine the amount of money allotted for speech therapy and the amount of money allotted for massage therapy. So she's doubled her massage therapy money. Did she use all of her coverage last year? No, she used what she needed. And are there people who are going to max it out because they pay for it? Yes. And it's their right to do so. And as I said, why is relaxation not allowed to be part of a health and wellness program. We're so fucking stressed all the time. Do you really think the majority of people that seek massage therapy treatment do it for relaxation purposes? No, I don't. Do you think the majority of massage therapists that treat someone, even when they think they are, or they're looking to have a relaxation treatment, actually receive a relaxation treatment? My clients don't. Well, Green Shield... Green Shield. Well, to why can't this, I find to wrap this, this? No, I want to read some of these fucking tweets. <laughs> Regardless of what they have put out in the past, we know that the claims that they're making are ridiculous, and it is all a front for we want to save money, and possibly they're getting kickbacks from pharmaceutical companies. Who knows? Well, um, <laughs> why wouldn't they? Be? Well, I just I won't make the claim. Everyone I? in the sun gets kickbacks from pharmaceutical companies, right? I don't. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Everyone gets kickbacks from that. From Anyway, I don't even want to get into That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Well, for anybody who was actually like reading Green Shield stuff and feeling guilty about using your massage coverage, don't be ridiculous. That's all, that's all I have to say. I don't got be a great ridiculous. Idea. Go max out your coverage on everything. That honestly has to be the solution to this. Go do it. Green Shield wants to save money. Fucking use yeah. every last benefit you can. You yeah. don't need speech therapy. Who cares? Go find one. Go go to a speech therapist. Yeah. You don't need physio. Get some. Yeah. You don't need orthotics. You do now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. We shouldn't uh, really be. Shouldn't be what? Spreading lies and misinformation? No, probably not. No, we should I'm probably not. keep our our uh, podcast with some integrity. I'm not a snake, man. I don't. I don't need to do that shit. No. Well, anyway, I didn't want this to turn into an angry rant, so it's not an angry it rant. it won't be. I just want to read some of these tweets here. So, all right, go what on. is this? So, okay, so would you give up massage coverage if it would help pay for a colleague's cancer drugs or mental health support? And let's see what uh, this person had to say. 
RMT for Kids. At RMT for Kids, as massage therapists are regulated health care providers, pitting one person's health care choices against another's is unfair and unethical. Hashtag RMTs are health care. See yep. what someone else here says. Bliss Wellness. So bl- at Bliss Aurelia. Hey, some of those people took our course. Oh, so yeah. Have taken our courses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. Cheers to you, Bliss. Shame on you for putting down the entire registered healthcare profession who millions benefit from and giving people an ultimatum to choose between that and a dying child. Anyone would choose dying children over anything. The cost of these cancer medications is a real problem. Hmm, what else do we have here? My numerous clients with repetitive strain who can have a few non-pharmaceutical days pain-free to get on with their work would disagree. Not a nap facilitator is the hashtag. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, is my profession being likened to nap assistant? My client with searing leg pain from sciatica would disagree. My client with lymphedema post-mastectomy would disagree. This campaign is despicable and you should be ashamed of yourselves. I suppose I shouldn't be surprised when a company named Green Shield wants to protect their money. (laughs) Pun intended. So, I mean, yeah, we all have the same opinions exactly, is that the way they're going about saving money is completely unethical and they're trying to guilt their members into giving up one aspect of their own health care with this idea that they're taking money away from somebody else. I don't understand how somebody getting a massage and using their coverage that's there to be used is taking away money from a cancer patient. I don't understand. Please educate me. I don't understand any of it. But I'm 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 a nap facilitator, so maybe we should get a t shirts made, hashtag nap facilitator. Well, as I said, I didn't care. Not that I didn't care. Those are the wrong words. I wasn't so angered. I wasn't so hostile. I wasn't so offended until listening to the podcast. It really fueled me to be like, what the fuck? Are you telling me that I've dedicated almost a decade of my life to a profession that you could get the same results from by going to a yoga class or taking a nap? Was that just like a, a non-thought like banter? Yes. Okay. That part was. I, I That wasn't the only thing. It's as I said, when they were talking about massage therapy and having no real value because it didn't have long-term health outcomes because they say the way they look at value is based on long-term health outcomes. So we're not, we're really not providing anything to anyone. That really bothered me. The actuary saying that, you know, oh, you know, people are not going to be happy with it at first, but you know, it's like giving broccoli to a child. That really bothered me. And saying that massage therapy is not backed by science and um, putting chiropractic and massage in this sort of middle ground saying, you know, there's some people who are scientific and some people who are like homeopathy. The whole thing was just ridiculous. Like, do your own research first, Green Shield, before you get on your mics again. It's not about them. I know. Under- they don't give a it's shit. It's not about I them know. understanding. It's not about them telling the truth on something. It's not about facts. It's about how can we persuade our people to understand the changes that we're going to make and how are we going to make them feel better about something that we know they're going to be upset about. Yeah. It's a propaganda machine. 
That's all. I think the person that came up with this entire campaign at Green Shield should be fired. Why? Massive fail. Massive fail? Yeah. Why? That was a massive fail. What do you mean, why? Why? They're trying to make people understand why they're doing what they're doing yeah. um, by, as we've just talked about for the last, I don't know how long we've been recording, by degrading an entire profession. And if that is not poor business ethic, I don't know what it is. Yeah, that's 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 all it is. That's poor business ethic. That's poor leadership. That that's what it is, right? If 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 saving money is something, you know, I don't want to get into it. Go go watch go watch a Simon Sinek talk about leadership. Real influential, innovative, forward-thinking companies actually run and deal with things like cost-benefit analysis. It doesn't look like what Green Shield does. That's all. No. Very Mickey Mouse Green Shield. Yeah. That's all I have to say. You know who I feel for most on this type of stuff is like we're in Toronto, so we're in a big metropolitan city. What if you're not in a big metropolitan city and you're in a smaller town and you are relying on people that work in, say, this factory or this plant or this town and they're all covered by a specific insurance provider? That's when you're going to hurt. I actually did think of that because, I mean, just as an example, as you said, we're in Toronto. Um, There's, you know, way too many people in this city. I have a a couple that come to see me. I wouldn't say regularly. This couple, they have three children. They're the definition of working class. Like they don't have, at the end of the month, they don't have extra dollars in their bank account. You know, they, they make what they make. They pay their bills. They take care of their kids, but they don't have extra money. They also don't have benefits. Both of them see the value in massage therapy. Uh, the husband does construction. So he first came to see me because he had pretty much no feeling left in his thumb. Horrible pain in his neck, his shoulder, his pecs, all down his arm. Anyway, and the wife initially came to see me with pain in her sacrum. So I've treated them both. Both of them swear that I did some kind of voodoo, which, by the way, I did not. Um, But I helped them to get better, helped them to feel good again. They're missing less work. And both of them still find a way within their budget to figure out how to come see me because they see the value in what I do and they don't have benefits. But yeah, like you said, like I'm in Toronto and I, I feel like. I have so many, there's just so many opportunities for me to get work and get clients. Whereas, yeah, if you live in a smaller town and people really don't have have the means and don't have the extra money, I don't know. Do you think Green Shield executives would take a pay cut for their colleagues' cancer drugs? No. I didn't think so. It's very, yeah, it's very interesting that they went about it this way. We don't live in a world, you know, unfortunately, where people look out for anyone other than themselves. Don't, 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 don't take my, my silence as like, I really don't care. I do care. It's a big machine and it's very apparent and that's all there is to it. It's yeah. like, that's, that's all that is. It's just slimy business tactic. I'm just curious as to how does, how does this decision go down in the boardroom? That's what I'm curious about. I'm curious as like, who sits at the table and says, okay, we got to come up with, we got to come up with some ideas here. We know we want to slash massage therapy because we got to save some money because that is our biggest payout. Come on guys. 
give me some ideas. And what then do you got? you've got so, people saying, let's focus on mental health. And yeah. <laughs> But uh, how does that work? You know, and then someone's like, well, you know what? Let's run an, an anti-RMT campaign. Yeah. Like, how does that, like, I want to be a fly on the wall for that meeting. Yeah. And I want to, I, I, I really want to know who's like, yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's run with that. That's what I want to know. That's the shit that interests me. Not their, not their poorly written articles or, you know, maybe they're not poorly written. I don't know. I haven't taken the time to read them because <laughs> I don't want to feed into that machine. And I'm feeding into it now. Well, Part of the reason why I didn't want to do this stop. podcast to begin with. Let's stop. Let's put this out there. You guys, you asked for it. We gave it to you. Our opinion on the whole Greed Shield thing. To sum it up, fuck them. They just want to save money. Yeah, that's all there is to it. The end. Why don't we invite someone from Green Shield's podcast to be on our podcast? Oh. Come on. It might be fun. All right. I don't know. Maybe they'll maybe they'll let us come to their wellness room. Where they have uh, a doctor's table with uh, the crinkly tissue paper on it. That's how they described it. Really? Yeah. Where their employees can come take a nap. I think they really, truly believe in nap. I don't know, man. I thought they would have had like a studio if they're doing a podcast. <laughs> Do you think any of their drug coverage would also cover cannabis? No. Why not? Not enough they research. Can't. Right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. There, there's no big pharma behind cannabis. That's what I was going to say is that, you know, they seemed very much in support of big pharma because big pharma is what we know works. Their words not mine. Well, on that happy note, especially as we're ending this kind of on the cannabis, I don't know if you can hear this, but that's oh, my is that, lighter. Is that seriously happening? Are we going to cut that out? going to edit that out? No? No, I think I'm going to keep this in. All right. I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> cool. Right on, people. It's a Friday night, so we're just going to let it fly a little bit. And uh, you've been listening to two massage therapists and a microphone. My name is Mark. I'm Amanda. And uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> Peace.